How is everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of Strum and Drum with me, Dave Donahue, and me, Avian Craddock. Avian, what is today's topic? Today's topic is the 30 day challenge. We are going to discuss the benefits of a 30 day challenge, what it is, why you would do it, and why November is a good time to do it. Uh, I think November the time is the right time of the year, to, is the perfect time of the year to do a 30 day challenge because. It is a little bit of a lull in the calendar. There, well, for me anyway. I think it's the same for a lot of people. So you're not in the frantic Christmas mode yet. The whole Halloween thing has just passed by. Everybody needs a bit of a downtime in November. I feel like lots of people take the opportunity to get into their winter rhythm. The time has just gone back, so you have earlier uh, <coughs> sundown or whatever you want to call it. The dusk comes earlier. So it's an hour extra in the evenings. So that is one of the things I'm going to discuss today is setting the challenge for people to use that hour in the evenings where you might have been out and about meeting people, doing your exercise, going for coffee, God knows what. I don't know what you'd be doing. But now the sun is down. You're more inclined to get, uh, I was just going to say cozy something. You want to... <laughs> I can't say that. I'm going to jump in here. Cozy something. Cozy hold. <laughs> Sorry. You're much more likely to get cozy hold on a Sunday night. Or a, not a Sunday night. A November night. And uh, mm. stay in. So when you're in, uh, I'd like you to dedicate an hour of your evening to playing music. And I'm going to outline specifically what I want you to do later in the podcast. Excellent. So I'll just jump in. So. Um, yeah, November really is a month that I definitely myself, anyways, it's been my most productive month over the past few years. And I've read many books that report the same thing. And it's because there's a part of us that knows that the year's come to an end. And for anybody who has set goals, they tend to look back and go, geez, I haven't that done yet now. And all of a sudden, all these hours appear in their lives and they use it to finish things off. Now, as you're saying with Christmas, yeah, 100%. Like, once Christmas begins, once December begins, there could be concerts, there could be any amount of plays, late-night gigs, there could be more Christmas parties to play. Um, maybe you're going to Christmas parties. So, <clears throat> with all these things going on, December is a bit of a railroad of a month, like. Mm. And then there's that adjustment period in January that even when people do set New Year's resolutions, yeah, it's kind of... the no January 1st doesn't really work at times if somebody was out all night drinking the head uh, ahead of November off yeah ahead of January 1st so what do you do with your November if you want to make some use out of this extra hour Ava's on about uh, basically with playing I'd take out a pen and paper and I would 100% spend a bit of time writing down what I think I want to spend my time at and building adaptability into it and flexibility and making sure it's fun mm. and 
making sure it serves me going into December and going into January. Um, like I remember years ago when I did this, I'd just look up, let's say, Gypsy Jazz in November. Let's do it. And all of a sudden I learned some things and go, where am I going to play this or what, what was my why? So basically knowing your why, it will help you direct. And a good way to know your why is to take out a pen and paper and spend some time on distracted time writing it down um otherwise if you're using the same if you're using your head to think about your why and you're using your head to try and sort out how you're going to do it you can only think one thought at a time and that's why i really like the whole thing of disassociating onto paper totally over to you yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's just almost a lesson in journaling again going back to the whole thing of of setting goals and to the both of us it would be very important to think about all of your actions and get it down on paper mm. and that is the the huge benefit of journaling um especially for this 30 days yeah but for this 30 days you know the way i always say it always varies mm. and it always depends which it does yep. but i'm gonna out just outline something very specific for anyone that's just up for a bit of a drum challenge who mightn't be into the idea of journaling or I've just mightn't be there for them yet they might be like what is the point of me spending an hour writing down stuff oh that just I might to clarify achieve? I didn't mean to spend an hour every day writing down I meant like before you set out in 30 days yeah to just spend a bit of time just getting clear on what you want to do in the 30 days before you go and do it yeah 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 cool. yeah yeah I just spent an hour at the start of the month oh like, yeah that's fine yeah this is yeah. not a journaling 30 hour challenge shit <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea, though. Yeah, if you want it. Not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> so I would just like to set... Uh, so for your hour, the most thing I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to listen to Stuart Copeland. Okay, take one drummer. I'm going to be very specific now here for the crack. So listen to Stuart Copeland for 30 minutes every day let's say you're spending an hour trying to improve your drumming i'm going to set out three things that i know will improve your drumming there's no way that it can't to be quite honest about it and maybe it won't be the exact direction you want to go with your drumming but let's try it out so this is like very basic one-on-one goal setting 30-day challenge for people that are brand new to it i'm just going to give them something to do and then they might come back and say, Jesus, that really worked. And then they might say, maybe I should take this 30-day challenge thing a little bit more seriously. So listen to Stuart Copeland for 30 minutes of your hour. Do paradiddles for 15 minutes of your hour. Set the time on day one, as in the BPM, sorry. Set your BPMs, how fast you can go on day one. And then check them on day 30 or you can check them along the way if you want they will improve guaranteed now what you probably have to do towards the start of the month is outside your hour look up instructional videos on how to do the paradiddle because there is a certain amount of technique that you might have to practice for the first few days just to make sure you're not doing it wrong and then for the other 15 minutes all I want you to do is play the drums as in going back and forth between beats and fills 
whatever you think sounds good. And the reason for that is the reason you put those last 15 minutes is um, you will subconsciously be changing your playing whilst listening to Stuart Copeland, whether you realize it or not. So when you listen to Stuart Copeland from the police, by the way, in case anyone doesn't know that is who that is, um, that stuff will be going in and you will find that over the 30 days, uh, your brain will be taking it subconsciously the way he plays and you will be emulating it. But if you don't, just leave aside those 15 minutes for... <coughs> I suppose you could call it just free jamming or whatever. Well, yeah, free jamming, like I was going to add that into the guitar one too, where that's the sort of bit of a, if there's a part of your brain that's going, this is so structured and I have to do it every day. That's the nice window that allows just complete freedom. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it'll give a chance for your brain to work through your hands. Just that's that's all. Like as your brain will be computing, taking in and restructuring the way you play. On a, like on a small level whether you realise it or not that's going to be happening and then hopefully when you get your 15 minutes play time where you just jam around you probably find yourself going for Stuart Copeland fills even tones sounds maybe you'll be flicking on the hi-hat a bit more maybe you'll be doing different kind of grooves anyway that is the 30 day challenge I would say to anyone and I'd love to hear feedback of anyone that takes it on because I know for fact that it will push your plane in a certain direction. So an awful lot of what I'll be talking about here in the podcast over the years, over the coming years probably, is setting yourself a challenge, getting out of your comfort zone. And ideally, you would structure it and plan it. But just for people maybe who might be a bit sceptical about the whole thing or might be very new to the idea of goal setting and whatnot, that's just your that's your challenge over 30 days. And watch it. Watch it improve your plane. It's definitely going to improve playing guaranteed and the power little thing is is a bit of a cliche but it works and there's yeah there's a reason i'd say why it's i've heard that name so much with online random videos i've seen of drummers and stuff power yeah 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 essential it's essential stuff really yeah deadly so yeah, as for the way I'd suggest going at it um, with guitars, and I'm going to address this to some of my own students, I would sit down first of all and I'd make a list of three things that at the minute I think is impossible for me to learn on guitar. And I'd use this month as an example to prove to myself as a player that, well, when you work on something consistently, the overall lesson of the month will be that as you work on it, well, you look back and you notice how much you chipped away at it. So I'd sit down, make a list. Now, maybe it's a big list. Maybe it's a sh- small list. But basically, let's say three things. Let's say one might be the Sweet Child of Mine solo. And I'll pick a solo for electric players. And write that down. Well, then the next thing I do is, first of all, there's a bit of prep work involved. And luckily online now, you have many options. You can go onto YouTube, get the lesson there ultimate guitar would have the tab and it's music so it has to be split into bars and what i do is i'd take the bars and split them up and take on a certain amount of bars each week Mm -hmm. i'd isolate out the techniques so let's say you need bending hammer-ons pull-offs as you were saying about the bpm there'll be certain speed involved Mm -hmm. and there'll be certain scales involved and 
here's the thing. Sometimes when I give stuff to students, they'll go, oh man, uh, where do I... Google it. And where do I... Google it. And so the thing yeah. is, everything's up there. Yeah. And partly the reason I do that as a teacher, okay, fair enough, I could just give the game away and go, here's the bullet points of everything you need for the Sweet Child of Mine solo. But you know what? Googling it creates the skills where they have to look up the stuff themselves. They own it. And more than likely, they'll follow through on it. Uh, so let's say it's a sweet child of mine solo. Now there is a number of bars involved. And then because of that, they're split up. Some bars are trickier than others. Uh, a student won't be long if they've some experience at all on guitar of going, Jesus, that, that intro bit isn't too bad. The bend is fine. The dun, dun, dun. But then there's that un- insane wah outro thing. And then they might have to buy a wah pedal, but you don't need to buy gear for this challenge. I'll just say that. <laughs> so that would be the general big picture stuff. Now, just to get down to the fine detail of what to do every day, I'd spend a certain amount of time, let's say 15 minutes, analyzing one of the techniques. And of course, like you were saying about listening to Stuart Copeland, I would fully suggest listening to Slash. Uh, now, this is if it's Sweet Child of Mine. And listen to that album, listen to the style of playing. As Ave said, unconsciously, you're going to begin to do things in your plane. You'll perhaps pick more aggressively. You'll be more aggressive with your bends because that's the sort of dude Slash is and he was back then. Um, and then, and you don't need to buy Les Paul. Just want to throw in that disclaimer. And <laughs> or a top hat. Yeah, or a top hat <laughs> or a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, it's broken up then. Now, the thing is, since this, for me, a 30-day challenge will be a chipping away exercise at belief systems in terms of I didn't think I could do that. And now, geez, I can do all of it or I can do some of it, but I'm a lot farther along than I used to be. Yeah. That, that's the lesson. Um, YouTube as well, analyze live videos. Man, I wore out that Use Your Illusion live in Tokyo video. Yeah. When I was in junior cert. Mm. I just ate it up. It was amazing. Um, so those that would be my thing. Now, in ter- if anybody wants detailed minutes, I'll say... Spend 10 minutes listening to Slash and then spend 15 minutes at one of the techniques. So that brings up to 25 minutes. And then I'd possibly spend five minutes at the real end on whatever you want. Like just go full on free jamming. And that brings up to, is that 30 minutes? 30, yeah. Okay, cool. Don't have my, my iPhone's been used to record this. Don't have the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> Need an abacus or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that would be someone technique, uh, someone implementing the bars. So it's been another 15 minutes actually running the notes. I'd get the notes and then I'd go into the finer details of the whole technique. And that's where watching the video come in. Now, I wouldn't add the watching the video into your hour because let's face it, you will definitely be on YouTube mm. at some stage during the day. And even the listening, I just have things on Spotify good to go if you're in a car or anything like that. And then the last thing I suggest for the last 15 minutes is basically whatever technique you're working on, let's say if it's bends, hit up YouTube, look up bending exercises. If it's legato, look up legato exercises. Um, whatever scale's in it, let's say it's the pentatonic minor scale, look up some exercises in that. So you're working out your technique, you're working out your ear, you're working out your eyes as well, watching and play, and you have a bit of freedom as well into it. That is my two cents. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. So a lot of it is the same buzz, like I've hmm. outlined kind of specifically what I would say, um, 
to do and like like we're saying even though it's just we'd say your 30 day challenge is an hour a day uh where you can you want to be trying to make gains as well like i was saying watching how to do the paradiddle mm. like outside of your hour for the first five or six days just to make sure that you're not making any major blunder because if you start practicing the paradiddle the wrong way from scratch that can lead to as the Bee Gees would say tragedy as you go on with tragedy your would sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the other thing with the 30 day challenges as well that i'd just like to outline again is something we talked about before in another podcast is the compound effect mm. is that like you're going to build up so much momentum throughout the month if you stick with it that you won't believe you will not believe especially if you're new to the game there's guys out there whom i have no doubt have a regular practice routine and they will understand the benefits of momentum and the benefits of giving it a little bit every day but there's guys and girls out there who have no idea how to unlock the potential of their playing and you're really getting into the meat and potatoes of unlocking your potential if you can dedicate the hour for 30 days in a row i specify in a row has to be in a row 30 minutes every day is just listening so you're only playing for 30 minutes but you got to do that paradiddle for 15 minutes and then you got to do that free jamming for 15 minutes the free jamming for the 15 minutes i meant to specify is not a play along it's total unaccompanied on the kit any of the other stuff then that you might be practicing for your teacher uh, in your regular lessons or any of the goals that you have would be separate from this 30-day challenge and yeah daddy i would love to hear how people get on with that i guarantee minds are going to be blown all over the shop if you stick with it <laughs> just like that <laughs> yeah totally i remember um that's basically been this the story of nearly all my playing as we were talking about on mm. previous lessons but just i suppose this is a call out to the people that mightn't have much faith in practicing and they just they watch the video of muse or foo fighters or chili peppers live at slain or they watch the big gig and they go i'd love that but they might necessarily be able to see the bridge from where they are now to it. Oh, yeah. And you like know. Chili Peppers is slain. Like, it's very easy to watch things in certain years. That was 2002. Chili's were on the go since, I think, 84. Yeah. So what's that? That's 18. Is that 18 years later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my phone. Um, I think it's 18, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it wouldn't be 28. Music educators. not my, Actually, I'm screwed. I'm supposed to be a primary educator too. Uh, yeah, 18 years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make no apologies. I just use my phone. Um, but what was it? Yeah, so yeah, it's very easy to look at them that way. Dave Grohl as well. Like People seem go mad and they go, oh, he's a legend. That dude practiced so much. Oh, I yeah. have so much appreciation for the likes of him and Muse and even music I wouldn't be into. Yeah. And like that's at a technical standard that they make it look so easy. Yeah. And they use and as you're saying, subconscious, they're at a level where it's completely they're on automatic pilot. Yeah. And then they have extra energy to collaborate with the crowd or do extra stuff, take it to a whole other level, we'd say. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I suppose my my big emphasis there would be that is the bridge. Mm. Like this is the first few steps now. If you can imagine 
where you are now and if you can imagine maybe visualize the golden gate bridge lined out in front of you some big long mother of a bridge and on the far side is you playing at crow park like these are the first few steps onto that bridge this 30-day challenge and i really hope i'd love if one person even took it up um it would be it would be brilliant yeah. just even for one person to see the benefits of it like it's, it's huge because let's flip that around sometimes the attitude can be you know what once i get the crow park kick then i'll practice and it's like oh. Oh man, no, at that stage, it is too late. The yeah. skills and stuff, you need to have the skills built. Yeah, and yeah. Um, in terms of keeping on track with this stuff, definitely I'd suggest getting somebody to hold yourself accountable to. Mm. Um, a lot of successful 30-day challenges I've done and I've seen have included that. So how do you do that? It's as simple as if you're somebody younger and you're on WhatsApp or older and you're on WhatsApp, I've, I've like two or three accountability groups uh, on that with me and other people where if it's a challenge and I want to keep myself accountable I'll say by tonight I'll message to say what I did today yeah and it it sounds simple in theory but if you don't do it who knows who really knows that you didn't practice and didn't follow through yeah, yeah only yeah. yourself but that, that can be a tough place to be as well yeah so I definitely suggest getting on the whatsapp buzz yeah yeah totally um that's kind of is that kind of it 30 day challenge yeah uh, get to it the other small thing was an app to keep on track habit bull as well really oh, good yeah. free app um, because basically you're building a habit here and this app it's really flexible really good it's free um, if you download it and check it out you can basically set any sort of thing you want to build and the app will notify you as well and you can set it at certain times um, if you have a busy day coming up and you think you won't have time to practice uh maybe take a look into your calendar the week ahead if you use your calendar and or ask if you're younger ask your mom or your dad is there anything on this week get up a bit earlier <laughs> that's yeah because if you get up ahead earlier you can manage the day before the day manages you yeah absolutely mm. and um yeah as well as a lot of 30 day printouts you can do of oh, 30 yeah. day blank 30 day calendars where you can tick off your days then uh, wall trackers yeah yeah that can that stuff is powerful man like if you get on a 9 day streak and you're not motivated on the 10th day you're like oh there's no way I'm losing those 9 days <laughs> and you will push through on the 10th day and likewise the further you get into the month then the less likely you are to miss a day because all oh, that lovely streak of X's or ticks or however you're doing it on your wall you will not break that like he just wanted it happen oh completely yeah it's just there's a part of the brain I did it in a lesson last week about practicing and building a habit with the student and I went to the board and I just wrote like I made a grid and I just put X's and loads of them and I left one out and I moved on with the lesson and they were looking up going um and I was like what that's kind of bothering me uh, you forgot one I was like great this is what it does I said if that was a day you didn't practice that will affect you like the way it's affecting you now yeah, yeah. but the difference is you're in control of the X at home that's the thing yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah it definitely works like exactly mm. yeah so that's two two good strategies there mm. the the habit bull and the blank wall trackers or yeah. whatever and yeah just get to it and love to hear how people get on both myself and Dave have done many the 30 day challenge down through the yep. years and um, super powerful 
completely yeah definitely yeah. and yeah if anybody's any questions reach out give us a message um you'll find me on instagram under the guitar coach uh and that's the name on facebook as well so if you want to throw me a message if there's any guitar questions or anything you have you'd like to see addressed yeah it's the same uh drumador on facebook and instagram or my personal page aving Craddock. cool sayonara dudes Catch you later. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.